Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of A Merry Friggin' Christmas. I watched the second half of A Merry Friggin' Christmas. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Christmas special month. I don't know. Do we have a name for this? We always ask that. Literally every year. Every year. year we ask that. Every we year never we remember. Ask it. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. We don't need a name. Halloween spectacular. That's memorable. Christmas. Who knows? It's there's well, so I many know labels one year on we Christmas. We did just Netflix movies. I think Netflix Christmas movies or something. Yeah, because like they cranked out so many. Yeah. Uh, but this year we're just doing Christmas just, movies. Just Christmas. You know, at this point, whatever. Just pick Christmas movies. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Because you know what? They're probably all going to be bad. Yeah, including uh, this one. Uh, yep. This yep. was really bad. This is really this bad. This is one of the worst. This is this one is of the, the worst, worst Christmas movies this we've seen. This is really, it's so soulless. Yes. It was so soulless, but really wanted you to think that there was a soul. It really sort of felt like, hey, I really like Christmas Vacation. We should make more movies like that. But then they got people who don't know how to do comedy, I guess. like Yeah, Robin Williams doesn't know how to do comedy. The Oh, the writing. writing. Got it. No, the acting and, like, you know, that's the thing. The movie's full of funny people. Joe McHale, uh, 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 Robin Williams, obviously, uh, Tim Heidecker, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got really funny people in this movie, but they're given nothing, nothing to work with. Like, yeah. it is so painfully unfunny, and the tone is everywhere. Like, it's like a PG family friendly comedy, but then there's weird bouts of like dark comedy in there too. Like, yeah. And then I looked it up. The director of the movie, this is the only movie he's ever made. He usually makes like <laughs> short form comedy for television. I love that there's always one person who's just like, I want to make one movie. Here we go. And they get like a huge cast to get a bunch of money. And you're yeah. like, how do they do this? They did not like cut their teeth on a little indie project first. No, I think they cut their teeth working on television. The, the guy this who, the guy who worked on this has made like episodes of like many popular television shows. So I think he probably just worked with these actors before maybe mm. and was like hey i'm putting this christmas movie together it'll be a lot of fun we'll probably film it over like a month or so you want to join in i got robin williams and they're like yeah sure let's do this and then yeah man they took they fucking did it they they fucking put that together oh man um of course they did and yeah. it's just it's bad man it's, it's so it, bad like, the wind is knocked out of your sails over here dude, i was, wa- look, I was look watching like, this and like every time i was like oh maybe this would be okay and every time it would be okay something would happen and i would hate this movie again it would fall flat something like, it was just anything. not funny yeah the editing not, is bad the editing's so bad why mm. is it so i have a like, guess it doesn't make any sense i have a guess what you think it was rated r movie or something well so the movie pro- like prominently stars robin williams yeah he died before sure. the movie came out Oh, I didn't so, know it was that. Because I was thinking, I'm like, this was supposed to be like one of his last movies. It was. It was one of the three movies released after his death. Okay. And apparently they had re-edited the movie because of his death. And I'm guessing it's because his character was supposed to be a lot more scummy. Um, I know that his character deals a lot with like being a drunk, an alcoholic, and being abusive. Yeah, but they so, never show any of that. Exactly. Yeah. I think they cut a lot of that out. Do you also think maybe he died in the movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. He's in a lot of my half of the movie. I don't know how much he is in yours, but. He's um, in it quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I I, I know there's two. This is the first movie released after his death. Uh, Then there's two other ones after. That's that sucks. That sucks to be like, well, I gotta change it, right? Like, people are gonna want to watch this because. Robin Williams is in the headlines. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they couldn't. Because I know a lot of times, you know, you'll make a movie, you'll put it together, and you're like, we need to go back for reshoots. And then maybe they couldn't do that. He was already mm-hmm. dead maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know 
that it said they had to re-edit it, and it, it's in there. It's in the IMDb trivia, so like obviously grain of salt. But I think it's probably because. Robin Williams' character was supposed to be a lot bigger piece of shit, and they felt uncomfortable having one of his last roles be this guy who was, like, an abusive, drunk parent. Yeah. Um, I think is the I mean, case. he still is in the end. He is, but they like, really tone it down. Like, they they, they really, like... They, they put in a lot... It's just... That's the thing, is his fa- character felt so uneven because of that. The whole movie feels uneven because of that. It, it just doesn't like, make any sense. Every like, time you think the movie's gonna get a little bit racy, or a little bit, like, uncomfortable, or, like, do something funny... It immediately like falls back, like it immediately it backtracks, like everything. Completely, yeah. Like, there's one point where Joel McHale's like being racist because there's like this family from uh, like this refugee family from Afghanistan okay. that is house sitting the house, and he calls them Iranian or something, and the the wife is like they're from Afghanistan, and I'm like, oh here he goes, Joel McHale is gonna be like a full on racist or something, and immediately it's like no backtrack, and actually they're cool people, and actually Joel McHale thinks they should stay at the house, and I'm like whoa 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 whoa, where did this? Where is this? Well, Joel like, McHale is always. A nice person in my half. He was really? fine. Yeah. Oh, he's going crazy in my half. He's probably movie. losing it because he's like hanging out with his dad who he hates so much. Yeah. He hates his dad. He hates his dad and his brother is a weirdo. I mean, to be fair, his brother is a weirdo. Yeah. His brother played by the guy that is always like second string comedian in like yeah, almost every TV show and Everything, movie. Everything, yeah. I don't know the man's name. I remember he, I think he was in The Office. Uh, He's been in a couple of things. He's got a very recognizable Clark face. Duke. Clark Duke. Uh, Sure. He yeah. plays like the brother. I think he's related to Joel, right? Yes, he's, he's the brother. Joel's brother, and then I think he has a sister too. I believe. Does he? Joel McHale is a sister. Uh, uh maybe I'm wrong. Is that who? Is I that who Tim Heidecker is married to? I think so. Okay, that I makes think. sense. I could be wrong. I'm All right, sure she's how... barely in the movie, which is a shame because she's also a really funny comedic she's actor. She's in quite a bit, so I don't know. She's great. She's uh, what she was in Reno Nine One One. She's in the Goldbergs. Here's the thing. I don't think them being in the movie would have saved this. No, I you're think right. At the end, it comes down to the writing and the weird editing that really screwed this movie this, over. The editing in the movie, it really it, does It murder. feels like a fever dream. It really it, does. It doesn't make sense. Like, one one moment, it's like, Robin Williams is like, the scum of the earth, and he's just being a complete asshole, yeah. being like the meanest dad ever. And then next scene, he's like, Oh, I love I love you, kid. You're a cool kid. Yeah. But then I'm going to be really nice to my son, and then I'm going to be really mean to him in the next scene. It's yeah. very weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like, how am I supposed to latch on to any of these characters when they feel like robots? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It, it feels very manufactured, all of this. Oh, does. the whole movie feels like incredibly manufactured. I don't know that's like how a lot of... Like uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas movies are yeah. right. Yeah. We've, we've been jaded after seeing so many of these, <laughs> uh, but like this one especially feels so soulless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because any heart was edited out. I feel like it, any sort possibly. of like attempt to be like maybe there wasn't any in there in the first place. Maybe too, you know, like there's not even a schmaltz in here. No, there's nothing. No, there's schmaltz in my. Is there? I feel like it doesn't work though. No, it doesn't. It falls. Like, it, it falls on its fucking. It tries face. to. But I feel like you set these characters up so hard to fail. Yeah. And like nothing it also like very little makes sense as well. Like they'll they'll have jokes that don't make any sense. Like there's one part where two characters are talking to each other and then like a character pops in for no reason and you're you're like, Why are you here? Like you've added nothing to the scene. Like you're <laughs> what are you doing here? And it, they just it was only there to like, I don't know, put a button on the scene, I think. I don't know. Random. It, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was bad. This movie's fucking terrible. It's on Amazon Prime. Don't watch it. It's on Amazon Prime and Pluto TV if you want to go get fancy. Yeah, if it's a Pluto joint, you know it's going to be I'm a big fan of Pluto. Yeah, him and his red doghouse. Great times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash. Yeah, Um, not a planet. uh, Yeah, that's uh, that's not a planet. Dwarf planet, right? Dwarf 
dwarf planet. I don't know where we're at with Pluto. I feel like it changes every year. It's like if eggs are good for you or eggs are bad for you. you got to keep the status of Pluto. Got to keep on your toes when when Pluto's around. You know, you can't trust it. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. Yeah. You know, you think you know a Pluto, and then and then you don't. And then you don't. And then people classify like, it as something else. You're yeah. Like, oh God. Oh man, what do I do? And then you also like how much of that is even Pluto, and how much of that is just other people projecting onto Pluto. Yeah, projecting their see. feelings on the Pluto. Pluto yeah. hasn't said anything. I have no problem with Pluto, but I understand. Well, the, the Pluto's issues. a little. It can be a little cold sometimes. <laughs> I did get the cold shoulder a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was that was funny. That should have been in this movie. <laughs> if you didn't think it was funny, trust me, it was funnier than what was ever. Did in this you movie. laugh at all during the movie? Did you even? Oh, me? Yes. I thought you asked the audience if you laughed at all during our little. <laughs> Are you, is this funny? Get back Email to us. In. Email us. Um, no. Did you laugh at all during the movie? Absolutely not. I laughed once, and it was Tim Heidecker. I think they just let him go, and he just like he did really funny anti comedy. It was at the right. It was at the beginning of my half of the movie. Be like, oh. Maybe this is a hidden gem. Maybe this will be a fun movie. <laughs> and the funny. rest of the movie completely fell on its face. There is there is nothing redeemable about this movie. Very no, there's very it, really... honestly, there's a lot that's like a, like bad. It's... There's like actively bad things. When did in this, this movie. come out? This came out in like 2014. 2014. So it has some weird it's like trying to be like kind of progressive but not. It's yeah, like doing, I agree with it's, that. but it's also like mocking progressivism at its core too yeah 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 i agree with again you. pulling back on like making any statement or anything yeah one uh, way for, or the other like if it made a statement i disagreed with then i can at least be like i know where this movie stands yeah but it doesn't even do that no because there's a for example one kid instead of saying the r word he goes like that's mentally uh fuck what was it that's mentally, mentally fuck no it's mentally um disabled or something like that oh, okay and i'm like what the fuck why even put that in yeah like that's like it's funny you're still making a joke about mentally disabled people yeah like it, it doesn't make it any better than no, you said that it's, it's is it the kid with the teeth that does oh, that yeah, yeah. His, his thing is he's a competitive eater yes right and he he makes the little did you recognize the little kid the little boy he looked familiar but I didn't he know was in looper from. and he was also the oh. kid at, he was also the kid at the end of uh last jedi the broom kid oh he's the broom kid yeah that's broom kid Oh wow! He's the best. He was the best character in the movie. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I like the little boy. Him and his sister was pretty cool too. Oh, his sister sucks. She's the worst actor in the world. I mean, she's a bad actor, but yeah. she at least at least is. Oh, a... she's like smart though. She's L a cool character. Like every time, because all these kids, these fucking like monsters of children, teeth teeth kid. I feel bad making fun of his teeth, but I don't know what his fucking name is. Teeth kid and his sister are like monsters, like yes. gremlins. And then they do all this awful stuff, and then the little girl's always just like, that's a terrible idea. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. I feel like I've even been in that position before where, like, I have to hang out with, like, extended family when I was a kid. And I was just like, what are you guys doing? That was the one thing I could, like, kind of almost relate to, though yeah. my family's not that bad. But, like, you know, you get that thing where you're just like, oh, I'm in a different world right now. Yeah, like, yeah, These yeah. people are raised much differently than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can watch R-rated movies, and I can't. <laughs> you, guys but... can, you guys can watch R-rated movies, but you can't say the R-word. <laughs> the R-word. This house. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. There's, there's uh, I was trying to remember one part in my half. that did. I guess I kind of mentioned it with the Afghanistan thing, where, like, again, it seems like they're going to make a joke about Joel McHale, like, being like ignorant or bigoted but then i may immediately pull back on it um i was gonna say the kid that is a competitive eater he makes the little boy eat pickles in my half the movie mm -hmm. but the pickles are expired and then the kid has hallucinations because he's eating expired pickles i don't i feel like mm, okay i don't know too much about what happens with expired pickles i feel like they're meant to be pickled so they almost never go bad Apparently they were they they went bad during the Nixon administration. Oh, okay, that's pretty bad. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the the little girl says. Yeah, what a fun character romp, right? The yeah. the, the kid is a competitive eater. There's a lot of strings in this movie, and none of them are come together, or none of them work. 
Yeah. Well, they just are set up so many things. You're like, oh man, I hope can't wait till. Actually, I don't care. That's the problem is I don't care enough to want to see the dominoes fall. Yeah. I'm just like I don't give a shit. I there is no I'm domino. S- it is that's what it is. It's like someone is trying to set up dominoes to fall, but they're so far apart from each other. Yeah. And then you push them over, and none of them none hit. of them hit, yeah. and they just like knock a couple over manually, and you're yeah. like, ah, this isn't the effect this is I wanted. Really upsetting. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Agree. You know the best part of this movie does though. It's short. It was only an hour and 27 minutes. That is so true. Oh, boy. I got cruised right through that. Yeah. Even though it felt like a slog, it really <laughs> wasn't as bad as it could have been. I watched this movie twice. I watched it once. Why? I watch all the I movies know, but twice. I know, but this is, sometimes you choose not to. I do. And I, well, I, the thing is, is I, I, watched the, I watched it before bed, and okay. I wasn't taking any notes. And I was like, okay, I feel like I really need to take notes for this movie, then I watched it again. But, like, God, I, I almost tr- I tried I tried even falling asleep to it, and I couldn't do it. It was too obnoxious. Too annoying. It was too annoying. Everyone's annoying. So let's yeah. get into the plot a little bit. Do. The beginning starts with a flashback with a kid seeing his dad, who is Robin Williams in a wig because he's younger. Oh, no. And he keeps basically just says, like, he kid's looking for Santa, and his dad shows up, and it's like, there's only one Santa. It's me. Santa's bullshit. And that's it. It's <laughs> the beginning. So... Joe McHale is like, um, my dad sucks. My dad sucked. He's, he's a, a very complicated guy. guy. Right? Yeah, he's he's you know city folk now, yeah. like smart or whatever. Yeah. So he overcompensates at Christmas, especially because his dad didn't give him a good Christmas because he basically ruined it by telling him Santa wasn't real. Right. Like being, being, uh, removing that joyous kid ignorance by telling him that the world actually does suck. Right. Um. Which is very strange. He did way worse things, too. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. But that's like a ma- his main hangup. Oh, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, And the the daughter keeps trying to spoil Christmas to, or accidentally tries spoiling Christmas to the little the kid little who's named Bug. Bug. Yeah, they keep calling him Bug. He probably has a real name, but that's how I know him. I don't know. Um, the little girl. But then she's cool because they're like, hey, don't ruin this like for Santa or for Bug. Like, that Santa's not real. Yeah. And then, like, Bug's a cool guy. He gives his homeless Santa some money. Homeless sure Santa. Homeless he Santa. comes into play later. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. He's a drunk hobo Santa. Uh, gives money, and then we go from there. Uh, his wife, played by Lauren Graham, is yeah. like, hey, uh, you might be overcompensating for all this stuff. Uh, and I know you hate your, your dad or whatever, but, you know, maybe you're overcompensating and stressing out. Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever, it's fine. I just want my kid to have a good Christmas and live in ignorance and bliss. Right. And then his brother calls. And his brother's weird. Like he's blending uh burrito with milk. Like <laughs> what? eating and drinking it. I don't know. Oh, he's blending. He's it. blending it, yeah. In a blender. He apparently So yeah, he used to he, what is it? He used to be in combat or the <sighs> army. He went to basic training and oh. then apparently fell off the back of a car and got a head injury and got discharged. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So he didn't really do anything. Yeah. But you know, everyone still treats him like a hero. Yeah. His dad treats him like a hero. His dad treats him like a hero. Yeah. Um so then he's like, Hey, so I got a kid randomly. And they're getting baptized on the 24th of December. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Wait, the 24th of December? That means I have to spend Christmas with Dad. Oh, no. Oh, no. So then you cut to Dad, and you see a little bit about Dad, and he's upset that, like, oh, Joel McHale has asthma. What a baby. And they don't eat red meat. What a bunch of babies. And he goes and, like, goes outside and shoots something <laughs> with a gun. I was okay. like, that's weird. And then they go to... um. They leave for dad's place. They get pulled over by a cop who's played by... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson. Playing yeah. the exact same character. Because yeah. I feel like he's just... That's really all the characters that's really all the characters plays. he can do. Yeah. Um, but he does well, so whatever. Yeah. And he gets a ticket and Merry Christmas. Uh, then they arrive. Um, dad's grand- or grandpa, Robin Williams, is cranky mm-hmm. about random stuff. All the little kids are annoying as well. You meet the brother and the sister, or I guess sister-in-law. 
Yeah. No, wait. Sis- I don't remember who's his actual brother. I think it's sister and brother-in-law. Right. Tim Heidecker is yeah. not related to them. And the kids, their kids are annoying. They like Joel McHale's foot on fire. Um, <laughs> That's pretty His funny. dad rescues him, which is nice. How'd you like Joel McHale in the movie? He's just playing Joel McHale. <laughs> I feel like Joel McHale, every time I see him, he's just playing the same kind of like, business guy with stick up his butt. Like, yeah. that's his character in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Community. This. Uh, the fucking, soup. The soup. Uh, wasn't he <laughs> Spider-Man also? Spider-Man 2. Was he in? Oh, no. He wasn't in... Um, Hmm? Oh, I thought he was in that what? other Christmas movie, the one Office Christmas movie. No, I'm thinking of no, no. That's Jason. That's Bateman. Jason Bateman, who oh, also that. plays the same kind of character. Yeah, same character. <laughs> yeah, but no one calls them character actors, but they kind of are. No, no, no. Character actors play a wide range of different kinds of characters. Or if oh yeah, or, I always thought character actor meant like they play like one type of character. Well, some it, I guess it depends on the. The actor, like, if they have a certain physical thing, like, or, like, if they're a woman with, like, a gravelly voice, they'll usually play, like, a grumpy lady. But there's also character actors who, like, disappear in their roles and, like, you know, become... It's mostly just... It just seems like two different definitions of the same... What what the definition of a character actor is someone who is in a lot of movies, but you never recognize them. That is what it is. Or they're they're never, like, the main front. And they're usually hired hired for, like, secondary roles in movies, but they're usually used a lot. Okay. Like, that's that's character- essentially what a character actor is. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Got it. We're so, like, I think Joel McHale and Jason Bateman are two Yeah, big they a name. star a lot. Yeah. So that makes so sense. So they can't okay. be. But like Tim Heidecker could maybe be considered a character. Yeah. Or like Colin Robinson Colin could Robinson's be considered great, a character. Great character actor. Yeah. Uh, the brother or whatever character actor. Because mm-hmm. he's literally there in every yeah, movie. Yeah, that guy. He could be a character actor. Literally in every movie, no one knows his name. No. I don't, you told me it earlier in this episode. Don't even remember. I don't it's know. like the most generic name. Yeah. Let me tell it to you one more time, Something folks. Duke? I'm sure. You guys, you're you're he's close. He's probably listen, Clark Duke. Clark Duke. I was so close. Clark Duke. But yeah. you know, he's got a very recognizable face. He does very. And he's all right. He's a cool guy. He's fine. Um. So they go to the church for the baptism. The dad, the grandpa's like singing, but not. And he's like, ho ho, church stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't believe in God. <laughs> he doesn't say that. God is. I'm your God. <laughs> God is bullshit. Worship me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he then. Uh, the brother comes out and is like, hey, so y'all remember my wife? Well, she came out of the blue back when I was in basic training and came back and dro- uh, ran off with some, some Mexican guy and they had a kid and yeah. then they dropped the baby off of me and I haven't seen her for six months. So I guess it's my baby now. Okay. And there you go. Cool. That's my story. And I'm like, whoa, real funny. Where? Wait, he spends the whole movie with Jill McHale. Like, where's this baby? At home. Oh, okay. Asleep. All right, cool. They've already been put to sleep. It's fine. <laughs> put to sleep. Then they go to dinner, and the competitive eater guy shows off. They eat a bunch of burgers or whatever, and fucking Joe McHale's like, wow, that's really nice, all sarcastically. Yeah. And then dad's, his dad's like, well, why don't you eat a bunch of things? And then they all get in an argument, and then freaking their brother has PTSD. Okay. So he, like, runs off. Dude, that's so funny. Post-traumatic stress disorder is really funny. Well, you see, it's funny because he didn't really go to war. Oh, yeah. He that's just, funny. He, he People who off. don't go to war... You know, those those type of people with PTSD are hysterical. Uh, hysterical, yeah. yeah just the people who have training. dealt with yeah. any form of uh, abuse. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Really funny, good stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. So that's great, yeah. And then he starts eat, eating, and he's like, oh, why is there, like, shotgun pellets in my chicken? He's like, that's because it's squirrel. I fed you squirrel. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's what he shot at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he shot a squirrel. Yeah. Wait, why is he feeding people squirrels? He's feeding his son squirrels. Everyone else got chicken. Everyone what? else got regular foods. Yeah, he's pulling, he's picking on them. That's why I'm like, I don't like Robin Williams. <laughs> I don't care how like charming he is like a kid. Yeah, he's yeah, such yeah. a dick to his son. Yeah, yeah. For like, no reason. Like he planned that before. This is premeditated. This is premeditated bullying. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just like, hey, I don't please don't okay. smoke because I have asthma. Yeah. And uh Don't feed me squirrel. And don't feed me red meat. Yeah. And then he's suddenly like, well, I guess squirrel's not red meat. 
Squirrel is red meat, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think everyone bothered to define what squirrel <laughs> is. I'm, sh- I'm sh- probably. I don't know. It feels like it eats a lot of. I don't know. I don't Chicken know. is red. Well, Chicken's no, white no. Meat. Well, yeah, because squirrel is mammal. Chicken oh, is... so is it literally defined by that? I mean, that makes sense. I'm assuming. I'm gonna type in the best Google search ever. Is, is squirrel, squirrel red meat? Red meat. Let's see. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, it's a white meat. Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's small. Mm. Maybe um, gamey. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, you learn something anyway, new every day. <laughs> you learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really funny because later in my half of the movie, um, Robin Dulles is walking around Joel McHale's house and sees that he's been photoshopped out of one of the family portraits. Mm-hmm. He gets very upset about it. Ooh. And I'm like, everything I've learned so far, I'm like, yeah. You deserve that. You fucking suck, Robin Williams. Yeah. Like, of course you got photoshopped out of your fucking family's fo- like, photo. Yeah, you're such a dick. Like, you do stuff like this. Like, yeah. This is just, For I'm, no reason. I imagine he does it all the time, too. No, he yeah. does it because he's, like, insecure, Oh, I guess. Okay. I don't know. About what? What's he I don't know. About? They literally never go into his backstory. Why is he such a dickhead? I don't know either. And you're half? They don't do it? No. Why do I? <laughs> he's such an asshole. He, he basically just apologizes. He realizes the error of his ways because he sees how Joel McHale acts, and he's no. like, "Oh my God, I've I've raised you to be a bad person, or I've raised you wrong. This isn't who you are, Joel McHale." Um, and then he's like, "Oh, the error of my ways," and then he apologizes. Um, and that's that's basically all we get. We don't get a backstory as okay. to why he's acting like this. But why do people act this way, right? I mean, usually they have some like my dad was also an asshole, hurt mm. people, hurt people, sort of thing, or whatever. Yeah, like fair. maybe you know he was also maybe Joe McHale was also a dick to his dad oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. But a child like being kid. addicted. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> I have oh no idea. boy, by my little son. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucks anyway. I'm mean, gonna be chicken when he's an adult. I mean turkey. Tur- I mean uh, <laughs> squirrel. squirrel. I mean whatever the white meat is. They're all white. <laughs> I don't see. I'm gonna eat venison. Still kind of a dick thing to feed your kid squirrel. Yeah, and it has bull. It has pellets in it, which yeah. you can break your teeth on. That's yeah, bad. That's real bad. Anyway, so if he eats squirrels. Yeah, and then the little kid asks his dad, asked uh, grandpa, like, "Hey, I'm gonna leave stuff out for Santa, but um, that other kid ate all the cookies and drank a gallon of milk, so there's none of that left. What else is good?" And he's like, "Leave asparagus out and asparagus whiskey. and bourbon. bourbon." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, we'll see what joke they set up here." Yeah. Uh, and then they realize the crux of the movie. Finally, we get to some like real conflict, I guess, as opposed to just people arguing. Okay, uh, that's not conflict. It's boring. It's like, <laughs> okay, cool. You hate your dad. What's the what's the thing here? That's pretty conflicting, right? I, there. I guess you're right. I guess yeah. you're right. But as far as plot goes, there's not much conflict. That's true. Now the plot is they forgot Douglas's presence. What a which, lame AKA, conflict! I know they forgot him at home. How? Well, so him and his wife like mentioned the thing that like. They pointed out a pr- at all his presence, like, you'll get that in the car, and they had a miscommunication where she didn't. Oh. They both did it silently because he was in the room. Just like Home Alone. Just like Home Alone, where they're like, hey, get that. And she's like, oh, I meant you get it. And then she, he thought, you get that. Right. I will say, it seemed like she was going to get it. That's right. what the hand signals read like to me, because, like, why would you say you're going to We need get to show it? this movie to, like, 20, 30 people and get, like... Get, like, we need to get a census on this. Yeah. This is that one what show, was it, think? Marriage Court or whatever, where they, like, interviewed, they're like, get couples to, like bring their disputes to court and then then have it decide that's good stuff such a terrible idea <laughs> yeah i know make money or something right like that's the only reason they have to get money right they have to like i wouldn't bring a dispute for a legitimate reason right like that'd be weird it'd be something silly right yeah it'd be like oh man uh i leave 
the toilet seat up because my back hurts when I sit and poop or something. I don't know. It hurts when I bend over to pick up the thing. Do people have reasons for leaving the toilet seat up? Um, or is it just out of I think it's just laziness. Laziness, I mean, right? It's pretty much the fact that this person has a, a reason, a legitimate reason, like pain. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Solved. And the, the mob. The, 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 mob. The, the, mob. <laughs> the wife is like, I've fallen in all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what? look. <laughs> <laughs> your, your husband is in constant pain. See, I disagree. I think, I think uh, it's easy to flip it back down, though. That doesn't cause a lot of pain as oh. much as flipping it up. So he's like, Wait, what your solution is to get to... you flip it down, yeah. how are you going to put it back up again? Well, she's going to come by and use it anyway and put it down. So is she the one who's supposed to sit there and bring it up all the time? Is her back in pain? No. Well, then of course she okay, should. Okay, so she should come in, go to the bathroom, and keep it up all the time. Keep up the toilet. Yes, because okay. her husband is in constant pain, it sounds like. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> in this completely hypothetical situation where the husband has a legitimate hmm. reason... I think, I think I can get behind that. <laughs> I think that makes sense. <laughs> like, at worst, but here's she the has a wet butt. What if he at has... At worst, his his back is in pain. Well, what if he has to poop and has to put it down anyway? So he has to then put it down, bring it back up, instead of just having it down already. So now he's, you but know... The, but what you're saying is, is like, you have to be in pain every time every time you use the toilet. Not just when you poop. Even when you pee, you have to be in pain. It's true. But here's the solution. You get two toilets. You get a pooping toilet, you, you get a pissing toilet. There you go. And, or, or pooping a lady toilet. And a, a pee toilet for him. Or you get a urinal for him. There you oh, go. Install a urinal. There you Solved go. It. We got this hypothetical You know what it takes to sol- solve your marriage? Money. If you're poor, you're fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. It, yeah. takes a u- it takes a urinal. <laughs> Every marriage can be solved with a urinal. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay for a urinal. They don't disappear. There's no Santa's not going to come down and give you a urinal. You can save up for a urinal, right? Yes, you can save up for things. It still cost money, Mike. I'm saying if you're poor and can't afford it, that's your marriage true. is fucked. Yeah. And so it comes down to you. Some people don't have uh, toilets. Some pe- yeah, some people don't have toilets, yeah. you know? Man. Yeah. She gives people toilets. That's a, that's a good. We're gonna solve some marriages. There you go. I feel that. <laughs> we are the other half drive. We're gonna give you some toilets, toilets. <laughs> urinals. We also adopt for urinals. Ooh, a trough version. Yeah. That way you you could like bro out and like have your friend in there, <laughs> piss together. You don't even have to lock the door when you go to the bathroom. You just leave it unlocked. Just people leave it unlocked. Yeah, come yeah, on I'm in. Using I'm, this too. I'm using this too. What's up, bro? Yeah, How yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I poop in here when I'm bored. <laughs> I hate those troughs. I, know I hate troughs. I know it's troughs like are the worst. it's like the lamest thing to argue about. But like, man, those troughs are bad. Troughs are not good. They're You're not looking at other people's dicks. Pee's getting everywhere. Pee's getting everywhere. That's yeah. the thing people will talk about. Like, oh, you're scared to see a dick. You're no, I'm not scared. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see that. On uh, top of that, on top of I'm that, it's mostly everywhere. the fact there's a piss flying everywhere because it's like bounces off of ricochets. It doesn't have that like little capture area that a urinal yeah. has. Yeah. It's also, bad. you're facing another person, so you're facing. Yeah, it's a urinal. So somebody could be standing in front of you pissing into the urinal, and you'd be standing on one side, right? Wait, hold on. You're talking about like a trough in the middle of a... Sorry, I'm talking about a trough. Yeah. Have you ever did a trough where it's in the middle of the room? Usually they're in the side of the room. Oh, I've seen ones oh, in you the middle. you know, I have seen ones. Those are nightmares. Yes. I don't even know who installs those. I, uh, That's a bad wild. band. That's wild. An absolute bad band. That's like... <laughs> I don't know. That's like some... That's, that's saw like, shit right that's, there. <laughs> that's like masculinity taken up so high that you just become gay. <laughs> like it is cranked up so much where it's just like, yeah. we're all gay, just dicks, yeah, because we're men, we piss. Ah, man. You want to suck know. each other's dicks? <laughs> Let's, Let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Come on over here. Imagine like being really nice drunk. Nice pecker. Imagine being really drunk and falling in a trough. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that would be the worst. That'd be it? awful. That'd be a bad Christmas. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, enough of this. Enough <laughs> this theoretical thing that went way out. Of the rack. <laughs> really Merry freaking Christmas, y'all. Our hypotheticals are much more interesting than this fucking movie. This movie sucks so much ass. <laughs> it's so bad. It's really bad. Anyway, it's so, so 
Joe McHale's like, oh, the presents are gone. I'm going to have to go home. And his dad's like, no, we'll just go to the shop and buy whatever we got there. And even the mom is How like, How far away is the wife, house? It's a eight hour drive round trip. Jesus Christ. And they're finding this out like midnight, yeah. you know, so it'll be back like 7 a.m. hopefully. Right. If they um, don't stop. If they don't stop. And yeah. if he just doesn't fall asleep at the wheel and die. Yeah. Um. So he he's like, oh, I got to go. This is like, if Christmas is ruined, if he doesn't get, you know, his presents. And his wife's like, look, we could do other things. Like, we could just say, like, Christmas was late, or we can get him another present that could say it's from or Santa. Or it could just be like Santa delivered to our house. Yeah, but no, here's the thing is there's one line where the kid asks, Dad, will Santa know I'm here? He's like, Yes, I promise. God damn it, Joel. I know. <laughs> I know. That more. was your out. That was your if out. I was this if I was in his position, if I was a parent, it'd be like, Look, kid. Santa sometimes he gets confused. He's got a lot of houses yeah, to get to. Easy. And I think he might have just and left it, your present at our now. place. Yeah. Especially when he's basically saying that Santa's like an immaculate godlike figure who can't fuck up. Yeah. And like setting too much expectations for Santa. Way too much. Um so yeah, I don't know. They that's a dumb reason to go. But they do it and he starts driving, but then he uses a check engine light. So his dad has to come pick him up. Oh, and his dad's no. like, We'll go get the dang presents, even though I didn't support you at the beginning. Does does dad uh Which doesn't make any sense because he was basically like, Whatever, give the kid a fucking That's tin what foil I'm saying. Hat. None of this makes fucking sense. It doesn't sense. make sense. So uh it, does his dad work for like a porter potty business or yeah, something? Yeah, he runs okay. a porter potty company. Okay, That's it. why so the truck has a bunch of porta potties on it. I was wondering why they were carrying around porta potties. Yeah. And so after all this yelling, um Also, did do they explain why he needs that because there's one specific present Joel wants to give his son. Do they explain why it's so important? No, it's just the idea that Christmas won't be ruined for oh, him. Okay. I think I don't think it matters. He puts a lot of because it's a sled. He, he he built a sled for his son and he's like super proud of it. And he's like, my son is gonna love this fucking sled. Uh, and I thought maybe there was some kind of like rosebud reason behind it all. Like maybe he never he never got a sled when he was a kid or something. No, I don't remember any of that right. happening. There was none of that. That's probably edited out when uh, fucking Robin Williams like smashed the sled or whatever yeah. in the flashback that they edited the out. Yeah, yeah, put threw in the fire. I was yeah. like, that's a good sled for burden. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, it so. just makes sense. Yeah, that's weird. There's literally nothing. Mm. Um. So so yeah, the wife tries talking about it, doesn't work. Keeps going. Okay, we're past our pass. I was driving. Okay. Uh. Tim Heidegger's character is apparently a sex offender because he got, what? Because he got drunk and like he was double oh. dog dared to like show his pee pee out in like a school bus or something. Oh Not my. a school bus, but like a bus. Oh my god! Yeah, that I okay. Wow. Yeah, that's not good. And like the dad keeps and, and Robin Williams' character keeps talking shit on him and is like, "Where's a sex offender now?" And at first I was like, "Whatever," but now I'm like. Oh, they just basically said, like, his excuse was he was drunk and he was double-dog dared. Okay, cool. I thought it was, like, when... Because that happens when people, like, get drunk and they piss in places. Yeah, yeah, no. It was literally... A, he literally just he showed just his dick a, off dare, to a bunch yeah. of strangers in a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. To be fair... That's he, what I mean! This movie's fucking weird! It's like, a, it's all upbeat and fun, like, charming and... It's weird stuff family. like this. Yeah, anyway. That's the thing, is I feel like they're going for that Christmas vacation where it's, like, somewhat raunchy, S- but right. not... But not th- funny enough! Not funny at all to really justify it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the name of the movie is called A Merry Friggin' Christmas, you know, because a little raunch in there. Like, <laughs> oh, my uh, God. You're so right. Well, they could have gone with fucking, but then, like, X out the, like, bits in between. That would be the more modern way to do it. Yeah, I feel yeah, like this yeah. movie but was in weird Friggin' limbo. Christmas. Am I right, fellas? Friggin' Christmas. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, he has flashbacks of his dad telling him, like, the only way to happiness is to realize that there's no road to happiness. <laughs> I'm like wow, cool. He's like saying this on Christmas Eve too. And stuff. Oh my god, you say that for Arbor Day, Dad. <laughs> I know that's an Arbor Day talk. <laughs> um, back at home, 
I don't know. This, the the sister is like confronting the mom about like how come you never confront dad about your alcohol issue? My therapist says that like you don't confront him, and that's why I seek validation from my bad shit men. Husband. Yeah, my bad husband, and she just ignores it completely. So I'm like, wow, even the even the mom, Robin Williams' wife, who seemed like a nicest person, sucks. How does she suck? That she drinks a no, little? No, she no no no. She sucks because she just absolutely will not confront like. The sister confronted her about this and was like, why don't you do this? And she just doesn't even acknowledge that she asked the question and just wants like, does anyone want anything to eat? To be fair, in my, uh, she probably should have mentioned it. She probably should have talked about it. But to be fair, in my half of the movie, it's revealed that when things got real bad, she took the kids and went like to other places, like took the kids out of that situation. Mm. She did return after Robin, and she did this a couple times after Robin Williams like admitted or like promised that he would get better. Obviously, he never did. Yeah. But like, she did take steps to improve okay. their lives. Like, it wasn't that she was a complete like uh, uncaring monster, right? But she probably should have said like, "I'm sorry." Like, should I'm sorry or anything? Also, maybe she should have still confronted because that seems like a. Maybe, maybe she did. I don't know. I, I guess mean, the kids who knows? Really know. Maybe he was a scary guy. Yeah. You know? I mean, he did just pull a shotgun out and shoot a squirrel like one <laughs> second. He's not living with her, right? Or are they living together? Oh, they live together. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. I don't get it. That's yeah. the thing. He's such an asshole. Like, yeah. Why are you still with him? I don't know. That's bad. Um. Anyway. Uh. Oh, yeah. So uh, they get pulled over at one point by the same cop, and mm-hmm. it's revealed that their brother tagged along because he had his PTSD blackout from them arguing and like went into the uh, porta potty, so he got stuck in there. Oh, cool! That's funny. Yeah, real funny. So then Joe goes to the bathroom at a truck stop and meets drunk Santa, who mentions sleigh statistics the same way his dad did. His dad mentioned that like it's no way for Santa to go across the world and whatever he needs to be going at eight and two hundred thousand miles an hour or whatever to make it all the way in time. That's crazy. But then exactly like. The same numbers this weird drunk Santa said to him in the bathroom. Why is that weird? Because it's the exact same numbers as like how fast Santa needs to go across. Maybe to... they maybe there was a report on Fox. They both watched. Uh, maybe. It. <laughs> <laughs> what is this supposed to imply? I don't know. It, it, it feels like that that drunk Santa is supposed to be magical or something. Oh, well, me. he isn't. Oh, okay. In my half the movie, it's not revealed that he's magical. Okay. Well, he seems like he at least thinks he's, he's Santa, so okay. he keeps asking right. that stuff. So I don't know. Joel McHale seemed like it, and he goes and talks to the gas station guy who's like, oh, your dad comes in here all the time and talks about it. He's like, oh, no. And he's like, no, no, he says only great things about your family. He loves you guys. He talks you up so much. See, yeah. he's a good guy. He's a good guy. It's good, when, almost, it's good when dads talk to other people I about almost, how good their families are. Well, here's the, Oh, you think this was shot afterwards? I think it was, because here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing. It's right after that shot. It was a very confusing shot where he goes, huh, okay, and he walks out the door, and the next scene is Joel McHale sitting in the car watching Robin Williams and the truck stop attendant or the gas station attendant come out together, which is like, why would he go in afterwards yeah. and then talk and then and they come, come out? Back it out just again. seemed They're really in a rush. Weird. Like, in theory, yes, he could have went back, and his dad's like, I don't know, piss, actually, and he just goes in or whatever. Right. But it just felt weird. It yeah. felt that feels edited. Yeah, and they're both laughing and joking with each other, and it's like, it didn't, it, yeah, I felt like that yeah. whole scene wow. was added This in. movie was trying to do the thing that the characters are trying to do, which is like trying to make a guy who was a bad person seem good, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, by forcing shit by in there. Everyone... Not saying like I'm not saying Robert Williams was bad, but the character. Yeah, like, no, no, I know. The movie's not. trying to make the character look better because of the actor being. I don't think anyone was like, "Man, Mike's talking a lot of shit about Robert Williams right now." 
You know he died, right? You can't do that, dude. He was a, he was a cool guy. You can't do that, Mike. Nah, man, he's uh, cool. No, no one. Did you see that video where I I I I, I, uh, I impersonated, impersonated him, him yeah, in the you, lowest part of his life? Yeah, and then you sent it to his daughter. <laughs> to his yeah, daughter, and his cool. daughter was like, "That guy's real talented." It said nothing else. Yep, <laughs> that was pretty cool. But then people kept fuck, sending it to her, which was weird. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're almost done here. My half. Okay. They they make it back home, um, yeah that's it. That's basically <laughs> it. Mom and mom and mother in law hang out a little bit. Uh, this is the first time the dad was back after a while. I guess he's okay. never been to this, his uh, son's new house, which is all fancy, made of brick. Yes, which I believe his brother comments on, which is I believe is in your half. Yes, I watched a little farther because I was so enraptured by the movie. <laughs> you you did mention the funniest part of the whole movie. What it was Tim Heidecker and he's making food in the kitchen. And uh, uh, Joe McHale's wife comes in and he's like, she's like, oh, you're going to stay up with me? And he's like, uh, no, you see, uh, I get hungry at night. So I make myself a meal so that I have something to eat between sleep and breakfast. I call it Breep. It's an anagram I came up with, much like brunch or NASA. It's a way for me to remember what I like. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I watched that shit like five times. Maybe. <laughs> that shit was so fucking Maybe fun. that would have hit better. Yeah. If he wasn't if I a wasn't sex all, offender. If, yeah. <laughs> And I also wasn't physically drained yeah. by watching. You watched really minute. far into my half of the I did movie, too. It. Yeah. You did. were. You enjoyed the movie. Admit it. It's fine. You can admit it. <sighs> Dude. Merry freaking Christmas. It. I love this movie. <laughs> I hope you buy me a Blu-ray for Christmas. I, <laughs> I hope think, you do. I hope they you... probably don't have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> they probably only have it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> 2014 when Blu-rays were around. They're yeah. like, nope, nope it's on we're DVD. We're not spending that on, many on that. They have it in like a shitty DVD case. Remember those old ones that were just like. Oh, like a box, like oh, it was just cardboard, like yeah. a, a flap. No, 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 it's in a jewel case. Oh, yes, it's in a jewel, a jewel case, case. <laughs> not yeah. a good one, a slim one because you're like, I gotta save slim, space. And then it just has written, handwritten on the front, Merry Friggin' Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna rock. get you. Uh, right, so they get to the house, but he left his keys in the car. Joe McHale, he left his keys in his, in his car. <sighs> so, yeah, that's him. See, you're relating to him. And so Joel McHale's like, I can't get in the house. I left the keys in the Just car. Break in. He did. Okay. He broke the window. But then Robin Williams is like, Hey, look, here's your house key right here, uh, because everyone keeps their house key near their front door. Uh, Why didn't he remember that? Because he was so angry. Joel McHale was so angry. And so he goes in the house. Um, and there's one part actually. There's the other one other part I really liked where. Robin Williams is walking through the house and he's like looking at how fancy and nice it is. And we just have a, a shot of Robin Williams walking through and he like rubs his hand on one of the countertops and he like feels what the material's made out of and he like moves it around to see how like you know well made the house is. And he's like, wow. And he like sniffs his hand, like sniffing what the material is. And like, this is like a nice little character moment for mm-hmm. like Robin Williams. Like he's he was really given something here. I like that part. Uh anyway, Joe McHale, he he realizes that there's a family here. Uh, so this uh, refugee from Afghanistan was told to house it, okay. but the guy thinks that means sit in the house. He doesn't realize what house sitting means. So he was only supposed to come by and feed the dog, but he's actually brought his entire family and they're oh. all hanging out in the living room and uh, they've like opened some of the presents. Um, oh, what the fuck? But they didn't open the son's present and Joel McHale just, he's like, He's like, I just want that present. And he gets really upset and angry. And he yells at his wife on the phone. Uh, and then he. Uh, oh, no. I'm also realizing the thing about the sled that's also weird is that, like, oh, this is kind of a weird read. Sorry to interrupt. Please. But there's a whole thing in my half about 
It's like this is we live in the Midwest, and this is the first Christmas without snow thanks to global warming. Yes, yes. They keep bringing that up. They do, and they so do. maybe he the sled is supposed to represent like old times, old times that you can't Nostalgia. get anymore. Yeah, that because you're growing up, and he doesn't want to let it go. So that's why he really cares about the sled, even though it's like metaphorical that like he probably won't use it because snow's never coming back. Yeah, Brother Williams is like you should have bought him a boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, and then it starts to snow at the end of the movie though. <gasps> Miracle. Yeah, but then uh, Robert Williams is like he's he's like probably just ash and i'm like what he's still a dick at the end of the movie yes. <laughs> he learns nothing uh so he uh he is joel McHale is like i he can't talk to this refugee family because they don't speak english very well and he obviously doesn't speak their language but guess who does speak the language his brother who went to war because he's learned different forms of like languages Mm -hmm. and so he's like yeah i know a little bit and so he's like can you please tell him like he could stay his family could stay i just need that one present can you just tell him that and the brother's like yeah i could do that and then he like looks over the family he's like let me see here and then he starts speaking their language but he says like get on the ground we're gonna fucking kill you like stuff like that because that's all he learned in war (laughs) and they all freak out but then they take the present um and he finally has the present that he's going to give his son. So the movie does a lot of back and forth cutting. So we go back to the parents' house, I guess. The mm-hmm. uh, one where everyone's staying. And uh, they... Uh, what do they do? Oh, yeah. So because the presents are missing, uh, that's what Joel McHale tells the, the his wife. Like, we don't the presents aren't at the house. We right. don't know what to do. So the wife's like, what are we going to do? We need presents for the kid. And so they're like, let's just go upstairs and wrap whatever's in the attic. Like, maybe there's something up there that he'll want. And so they go upstairs and they start, like, they grab random... So they're doing plan B, basically. Plan B. And one of the things upstairs is, like, bridge for kids. Like, it's, like, how to play bridge, teach kids how to play bridge. And uh, the mom's like, oh, man, Joel McHale really liked playing this game as a kid. And she's like, the wife's like, really? And she's, she's like, yeah, he really liked playing bridge. But, you know, his dad always made fun of him for it. And then later on, they find a big painting of B. Arthur from Golden Girls. <laughs> and they're like, what is that? And the mom was like, oh, yeah, Joel McHale used to paint. He got really into painting B. Arthur for some reason. And um, the, the wife is like, that's so silly. Like, he was like a little kid painting B. Arthur. That's so ridiculous. And then he's like, yeah, you know, but he stopped because his dad made fun of him. The wife's like, that's so sad. And I'm like, girl, you were just making fun of him like a second ago. What are you doing? Anyway, doesn't matter. But basically, it's and, and then he's like, yeah, he made this big painting of B. Arthur. And the dad turned it into a table and played card games on it and spilled beer all over it. Like, that's, that's how much the abuse... I know was. it's like it's unredeemable. Yeah, it really it's bad. is. Like <sighs> that shit ruins a kid. You know, it did. Like, look what it like, turned I just Joel don't McHale understand into. Why he's doing it? I don't know. It's I, never. You know explained. what? Actually, he doesn't want his son to be a, a sissy. He doesn't want him to be a pussy. But no. then his then at one point, Joel McHale is being chased by cops, and he like outruns them. It's the same cop from before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Proch, I think, is the actual actor's name. Yeah, and uh, he outruns him, and then. Robin Williams sees what his son is acting like and he's like this isn't you and he's like this is what you made me dad and so his dad's like I'm sorry I'm sorry what I've done I'm sorry I raised you this way and then they hug and it's like this big heartwarming family moment it's like really heartwarming where like they're both crying they're hugging each other and the the brother in the back reaches over and he hugs them and then the car hits something and they're like oh we hit like a deer or something and they get out and it's hobo Santa Oh no! He's laying in the middle of the ground, and the brother goes over to check, and he's dead. Oh my god! Bobo Santa is dead, and so they're like, 
what are we going to do? And the brother's like, we got to call the cops. What is happening? And Joel McHale's like, no, we can't call the cops. We're going to get in a lot of trouble for this. And then uh, Robin Williams is like, I have a friend who has a lot of acid. Uh, You're lying. This is not real. This is a hundred. What? Is a hundred. What is happening? Here's the thing. I was like, I wonder how, I wonder if I could start lying from this point on and see if you'll just go with it. I, but I was like, no, I can't because this is so fucking ridiculous. No. So Robin Williams is like, I have a friend who has a lot of acid. Let's bring Santa there. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> and, then, and then the brother's like, we are not going to dissolve Santa in acid. And then um, and Joel McHale's like, you're right. It's too far away. We have to do something now. Maybe it's let's too far away. Let's bury him. And so then the, 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 the brother's like, we can't do that. It takes forever to bury a body. Don't you understand? Like, we have to get back home now. We have to do something now if we're going to get rid of the body. And then uh, Joel McHale's like, let's burn it. Let's burn the body. And so then they're like, all right, let's burn it. <laughs> So then, but then Robin Williams comes out from behind the truck with a fucking chainsaw. And he's like, well, if we're going to burn it, we have to cut it up in pieces first. What is going on? <laughs> what is happening? This is, this is 100% serious. And the thing is, is like, I watched this part with, with my wife. We were watching it together. And she's like, does this movie not care about the life of a human being? Like, this man is like a homeless drunk guy. Like, it's sad that this is what the end of his life does is. Does Joe McHale even like act like he recognizes him? No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> In fact, Robin Williams is like, this guy, he lives off the grid. Nobody knows, you know, he's not like a doctor. Like, we could just get rid of him. Like, no one's gonna, lo- no, no one's gonna miss him, you know? And so then, Robin Williams revs the chainsaw and he walks over and then Santa wakes up. So they don't they don't do it. They they avoid the whole situation oh and they God. and they never analyze why their first instinct was to <laughs> dispose of a body. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe we got worse somehow. Yeah, but here's the really fucking fucked up thing. Is it hard cuts from the scene about three men planning the dismemberment and destruction of a human being that they that they killed? And it hard cuts to Joel McHale's son hallucinating after eating all those p- pickles. Uh, pickles and seeing a little stop motion animation snowman go like, Santa's not real, kid. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> That's the thing is I feel like it almost was trying to be like an edgy sort of thing. Yeah. Man. And then it does this shit. You know the voice? The, the yes, snowman. I do. It's Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Even more nightmarish. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one part where he's like, you know, kid, there's a lot worse things to learn about than uh, than learning that like a big fat guy doesn't come down the chimney and like, yeah, like being accused of everyone you work with for being an awful human being, yep. right? Um, so so anyway, long story short, Joe McHale makes it back to the house, but it's too late. The kids have come downstairs. The little boy realizes his presents aren't there, and so they have to deliver the presents. But Joe McHale can't go in. But luckily, they didn't kill the hobo. So he just came along. So yeah. he's going to be real Santa. So he poses as Santa. And you know what? Remember earlier, they ran out of milk and cookies. So they just have bourbon everywhere. And he likes it. He's a he's a drunk. And yeah. drunks are funny. People who have issues with <laughs> alcoholism drinking, alcoholism, especially people who are like down and out and like homeless, if they're drunk too, fucking hysterical. And so the movie just like falls over itself going like, look at this one guy. He's drinking bo- bourbon in front of the kids. And he starts start knocking the bourbon back. And then um, he delivers the present to the little boy. And the little boy believes in Santa again. 
And uh, the movie basically ends. They're like, Does hey, Joe McHale? Oh, there's oh. one other thing. Okay. And this, to me, was the worst part of the whole movie. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Right. So, boy opens the present. Uh-huh. Joe McHale's all proud. He's like, I worked really hard on that sled. I uh-huh. like, built the sled. I sanded the sled. It, I did everything. I even put his name on it. And he opens it up. He's like, oh, that's great. There's no snow. Uh, what else did I get? Like, he doesn't care about the sled. All of this. And he didn't care about the sled. But then... He, uh, the mom's like, here's another present. I think Santa must have like left it. And the kid opens it up, and it's Bridge. And this kid's like, I've always wanted to learn Bridge. This is the best. I've always wanted to. And I'm like, aha, here we go. The movie mentioned that Joel McHale really liked yeah. playing Bridge as a kid. So maybe he'll come back and be maybe, like, I can connect with my son that way. Maybe he's like, I'll, like, we need a shot of Joel McHale's eyes opening wide, going like, God, I can I can connect with my son on a on a on a very deep level. I can help him play bridge. I can teach him. This can be our thing. Oh, no. Joel McHale is just upset that he didn't want this the sled and the bridge thing is completely like swept <sighs> under the rug like it's not a big deal. And I'm like, this is the ending you need. Joel McHale going like, you don't need to work hard on a sled. Yeah, you need to understand that like sometimes you Christmas just, is just sometimes it's the simplest gifts that mean the most. And you just need to listen to your fucking kid. And the kid wants to learn bridge, and you know bridge. And you were a kid that liked bridge. That could be a thing you can connect with. The movie even ends with Joel putting his son on the sled, and the son's like, "There's not any snow. I don't know what you want from me." And the, and and Joel McHale's like, "Come on, we'll figure something out." And then it starts snowing, so it's not a problem. But like, like this is the worst way to end the movie. What, a, what lesson is there? Yeah, there's none. I feel like that's and a the thing. movie doesn't need a lesson. Whatever. No, but no, like, no, no, no. A Christmas movie needs a lesson. <laughs> like this is a Christmas movie. You know what? Even even every Christmas movie has a lesson. Even National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation has a lesson. It does. It yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I don't know what it is. It's like it's not really condemning the fact at like, hey man, maybe you should chill out about Christmas. You know, like if your son finds out Santa's not real, maybe it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not that. Yeah. Uh, it's the lesson is maybe you should be nice to your son and listen to your fucking good. kid. Listen to your family. It's almost like. It's almost like Robin Williams' character learned that lesson. Yeah, but Joel McHale. But Joel didn't. McHale didn't. Yeah, which is very weird because I felt like that's what it was going to be. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. These which... two men need to learn how to be better people. Yeah, and, and have compassion and listen to their listen to their sons. So then their credits roll. Very goofy. Fucking the one of the most like kitschy, <laughs> cheap looking credits ever. To the point where they actually got childhood photos of the cast and put photos of them celebrating Christmas. When as I kids. googled this movie, they actually I, that was the thing that showed most of all was the cast photos. I feel like that's the most interesting thing about this movie is literally seeing pictures of the cast as kids. As kids. All of them except for Jeffrey Tambor didn't send it a photo of him as a kid. I think he was going through a lot at the time. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. So then the credits finish, and then we get Nick Fury coming in. Nick Fury shows yeah, up. We get two guys in a car seeking deck the halls. I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So there was a scene earlier that I left out because it was dumb. <laughs> but when they thought that um, the brother had his PTSD issue, he's like, the mom is like, "Oh my God! Last time I saw him, it was in the middle of the street." And so they run out in the middle of the street and they see a body there. And like, oh my God, oh. And these two drunk guys singing Christmas carols are driving mm-hmm. and they run over the body like, oh my God, but it's a stuffed like Santa. Oh. That's it. Well, anyway, so we just get another shot of them singing. <sighs> um, and then. It's more. Well, there's a. Remember, Robin Williams died. Oh no. So the movie has to end. Literally, oh, no. last seconds of the movie is a really <laughs> shitty photo of Robin Williams from the set. And it says, dedicated. To the loving memory of the man who made us all laugh. (laughs) 
literally last second, literally last second edition. I hate this. <laughs> you all, you know, you need the goofy bit about the two guys singing in the car, and then you have to have the really solemn moment. That, that you know what? That end credit scene. Perfect encapsulation. Per- yes, perfect. Yeah. Absolutely gets this movie to a T. Yeah. It doesn't know what it wants. It you wants know. to try to be schmaltzy, but doing awful at it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. Like I could at least respect it. I'm like, okay, that's why I want him in a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a but schmaltz. it's like, do I want crassness? I mean, sure, sure. I could go for that. I, we could try I that. Like, I like crass Christmas. It's not movies. funny though. None no. of it's funny. No. None of it has a heart in it. Back it's just sneering basically the whole time. All the jokes are just mean spirited. All of them. <laughs> they're so mean. <laughs> they're mean and yet they're not like rude. They're mean, but like pulling back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. It's yeah. like go all the way if you're gonna be mean. Yeah. Like, like have like a mean spirit. Do bad Santa or do like you know national yeah. Moon. like do that if you're gonna do that. But no. No, I think even bad bad Santa had a lesson. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and the lesson was bad Santa's a bad guy. Yeah, he should be Maybe doing should, that. Should be doing that. Okay, yeah. I'll do that. Done. Easy. You yeah. Know? Simple. Uh, yeah. I can't believe how bad this was. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It is really. It is a fucking miserable. I've never heard of this movie until you brought it up. <laughs> we were because we were like we were running out of Christmas movies. Is the thing, guys. We yeah. were running out of movies that people know. Netflix can't crank them out too fast. And we were just like, well, there's a movie with fucking you know, look at the cast. Like we just looked at the cast. And we're like, wow, Robin Williams, Joe McHale, Tim Heidecker. You know, like we got to see this. Uh, mm-hmm. How we never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Would not recommend. Bad yeah, film. Don't bad watch film. it. Don't watch it. No. Not good. No, not good. Uh, but, guys, like I said, we're running out of Christmas movies. So if you have any recommendations, please, for the love of God, email us at email theotherhalfpodcast.com. Let us know. You can also find us on any on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous Christmas episodes, uh, Jiggle Jangle. That was a great movie. Man, what a good movie. Wow. That so was much last heart, year. So much love. Listen to that episode on any podcasting app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show. No. No matter what it says, even if it is mean spirited. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, from the site finedininglovers.com, I want to let you know that Squirrel is back on the menu. Oh, Squirrel's back on the menu, boys. It may not be everyone's first choice of meat, but Squirrel is enjoying a return to plates, driven by a desire for a more humane and sustainable dining and by financial concerns of the economic fallout of the coronavirus takes hold. How is it? How is it? more humane to eat a squirrel well i think it's just uh does less damage to the environment because they're small they don't really need a lot of food okay they're not like uh they're not like cows (laughs) also i guess like there's also a billion of them and they produce like crazy squirrels right i'm pretty sure just go and find them yeah you can probably farm them too but yeah yeah so just if you want to know you might find squirrel on your menu soon thanks to the coat to the coronavirus Coronavirus. well you let another reason the coronavirus ruined our lives (laughs) No, we now we have squ- to eat squirrel. Now we all have to be Joel McHale now. Yeah. Hopefully, Would you eat squirrel? I'd eat squirrel. I'll eat squirrel. Why not? Whatever. Yeah. As long as there's some freaking bullet holes, bullets in it. <laughs> yeah, bullet pellets. <laughs> bullet pellets yeah. from a shotgun. Yeah, no, I'd probably... Imagine shooting a squirrel with a shotgun. That, that, that's that the thing. Lucky. There'd be like no food left. And all, there'd be no food left if you hit it. Well, that's the thing. It's all bullets. Yeah. All pellets, I mean, not yeah. bullets. Um, pellets, yeah. Yeah, it was It was gross. That, I hated this movie so much. I just want to talk about something else. <laughs> I can't believe it. Don't go see this movie. Don't watch it. Don't don't even. Even think though about you've never it. heard of the movie, even though you've never heard of it. Now that we, we've heard if of we it, we brought it to your attention. We're basically coming up and being like, "Hey, you heard this shit? <laughs> don't ever look at it." All right, that's basically like, "Hey, a- man, you ever heard of like methamphetamine?" 
Don't ever fucking you don't do want it. Any of this Honestly, shit. that's what dare is. It's yeah. like basically comes up. It's like, hey man, you want to do some drugs? Yeah. What are drugs? Oh, don't do them. You don't want to do them. You don't want to do them. Some people yeah. might come up and tell you about them. I never even heard about it. Don't do but it. But now I'm curious. Don't do it. But now I'm curious people about are, Merry Freaking Christmas. Be curious about Merry Freaking Christmas. I'm curious about how bad. How bad can it be? How soulless is it? Uh, Tim Heidecker's funny. There's a moment that made Mike laugh. There's one part that made me laugh. One moment. Maybe that's it. Maybe it'll be great. Check it out. <laughs> oh man. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as the other podcast.com. If you wanted to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to if you don't want to. It could be purely about the podcast but if you do want to it's really great and sometimes i'm on stream too every other thursday check it out we play horror games specifically you can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever ethan's live on twitch which is pretty often you get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch ethan's stream yeah so come join the discord is your oyster guys do whatever you want with it the discord is your oyster